What do you throw in? (laughs) (laughs) I threw a piece of paper and Charlie hit the bin. We're back. Laura's not with us this week. Uh, Chris is still out on parole and Carl is here as always. Let's get straight into the topic then, which I just completely forgot what it was. was Animal animal testing. Yeah, animal testing. Not tasting, testing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, right, let me start off with my theory on this. Now, it's known to be sort of, we can't do this, we can't test on animals. What are we supposed to test products on? Now, I, I, I am one for you always used to say, well, no, prisoners, Chris's colleagues, <laughs> if they've done horrific crimes Some of them aren't and hurt animals, and yeah. injured people, then should we use them as, uh, as guinea pigs and test products on them? But then they say, oh, no, you can't do that because they've got human rights. No, they bollocks. If they've had no respect for anybody else's human rights, why should they have human rights of their own? So, I totally agree. should yeah, I agree we be testing that. stuff on animals? Um, see, this is a tricky one because I think I, I can't stand spiders, so I think anything dangerous <laughs> should be should be tested on spiders. Yeah, test makeup on them. On spiders, yeah, <laughs> that'd just, be hilarious. Just kill them, just yeah. just get them off this planet. Well, I, I like spiders. They kill flies. Flies are more resp- annoying than f- spiders. I love spider. I, I love the concept of spiders, but why do they have to look so fucking terrifying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. I I I, I'm, I struggle with this one because I don't think animal testing is necessarily. Well, you struggle saying it, so yeah, go on. <laughs> I don't think animal testing is necessarily a bad thing, depending on the animal. And depending on the situation. <laughs> what do you mean, depending on the animal? It's down like you, know, you don't want them tested on your favourites because they're like, <laughs> cute and cuddly. But ones you don't like, yeah, you can test on them. That's an ugly dog. Electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like uh, food, I'm going to just use this as an example. We use eat a lot of meat. But if you breed animals purely for them being eaten and nothing else, they have no other. They don't know anything else other than the fact that they're going to be eaten, basically. They don't even know that. Well, they don't even know that. But the idea is, you know, animals in the wild should be left in the wild because that's their natural habitat. Well, if you're taking, uh, like a cow, for instance, their natural habitat, unfortunately, is going to be a grassy field and then on our plates. That's just their process. That's the, the way they go. So if you breed animals for one reason and one reason only which is for testing is that necessarily a bad thing because they're not experiencing anything else so say like mice for instance if you if you have mice and all you do is breed them in a laboratory for testing they're not don't know anything else that's all they are there for it's kind of more of a so bad to say a tool they're a tool i agree i think people attach too much intelligence to some animals. But there, there is a difference. There's a difference between a dolphin and a mouse. I'm not saying that mouses are not intelligent because they use them to prove certain things. So there's, there's certain experiments where, you know, they've done it with mice. They'll, they'll let them sleep for a certain number of hours a day. And then they'll test how competent they are at doing mouse things. And then they'll have, they'll sleep deprive another mouse. And, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not stupid animals. But fundamentally there's a, there's a lot of things in science that we can't just take straight into human trials because uh, you know at the end of the day we're the most intelligent people on this planet or we're the most intelligent race on this planet at this moment in time some of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> so as a meta concept then so we can do whatever we want so if we want to test on animals 
we can do it because we we just can. We're we're far superior to that animal. So if we decide that the research being tested on these animals is of more benefit to the human race than it would be to that specific animal, then unfortunately they're just going to get tested on this. There's no other way around it. Um, I do agree with Martin's point, though. If you forego the human rights of someone else, if you murder like 15 people, then yeah, you, you, as far as I'm concerned, you have no human rights anymore. We'll just put you in a facility where we'll test you until you die and then you just get discarded like trash because that's what you are. I actually agree with that. Don't be silly, Chris. I, I do. There's no way you agree with that. I agree. No, I agree. If you take away some human, someone else's human rights, why do you have the right to have human rights? I completely agree with it. Oh, boys growing up? Come on. <laughs> Prisoners doing him well. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that for a long time. I don't, I, I, at the end of the day, if you do murder someone, at the end of the day, you have taken complete human rights away from that person. So... What gives you the right to have human rights? And not only have you take, you've affected that person, you've affected the family and everyone around who loved that person and cared for that person. So you've destroyed a lot of people's lives. So your life shouldn't matter anymore. And this is where I'm on the fence with the capital punishment thing as well, and death penalty and all that type of stuff. Well, I know there's, there's context to certain situations about serial killers, their upbringing, their lives. Maybe they were abused as a kid and this is the way that they were naturally going to end up. But... You know, you're not going to fix them. By the time they've murdered 15 people, are you really going to reform that person? And then 10 years later, they're going to go back into society and be a normal person. It's you know, you might as well just... If, if they've murdered 15 people, rather than executing them, although it does cost a lot of money to keep people in prison, so there's got to be a balance. So the death penalty is a good way of not getting the people to pay that amount of tax. But when it comes to animal testing, if people are... some something has got to be tested on at the end of the day whether it's an animal a person or whatever so what do people think would be a more appropriate substitute than a mice a mice than a <laughs> mouse for example what would be more suited to testing whatever we test on mice than it would be human beings there's, there's got to be something that, that's how science works you build the theory you you test it and then when it's ready it goes the public that's what they do with medicine and all sorts and all that experimentation has cured millions of people throughout history from polio and god knows what we've eradicated a lot of things and you know billions and billions of mice have died in the cause you know so what at the end of the day for the for, in terms of the mice you know it hasn't really made a difference to the the mouse population <laughs> tell that to the mice's family <laughs> <laughs> You know, if Stuart Little chops a little thing, just, you know, <laughs> pump him full of AIDS and see what happens to him. But, you know, it's, it's yeah, there's got to be something for us to test on. When so, you, But are you saying then that it's okay to test on, like, humans? For, so, for example. As long as they haven't got any human rights and they've made it Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the, the real sort of dregs of society, like murderers, rapists, paedophiles, vegans. <laughs> so you could sort of any of them. They could be uh, they could be used as a test Good experiment bed. for vegans to get them to eat meat and see how normal they become afterwards. Um, <laughs> I, I was I would say yes, but as soon as we talked about this, my head went into a little bit of a 
uh, a fictional place and thought of a mad scientist turning into a prisoner into a massive monster and making it worse somehow. It'd have to be above board. (laughs) All these science institutions have got regulations and things. It's not Frankenstein's monster where some lunatic in the mountains is creating zombies or whatever it is. But, I mean, if, if people complain about animal rights, if they want animals to have more rights than us, then what are we going to experiment on? Like, uh, for me, I'm a fan of prisoners being publicly executed in, like, gladiatorial games. So you've got all these hard Roman times, lunatic prisoners. Why not monetize that? We, we all try to deny our humanity. We're all violent Death by our nature. So why not... Why not publicize it? You know, you could go gladiatorial games and have all the death row prisoners fight to the death and the one that's left gets killed anyway because he's still on death row. But it's just a bit of entertainment. Or you could experiment on them. That's the only alternative I can think of if you don't go experimenting on animals. You've got to find someone or some group of people in society we deem as less than us to experiment on. Because you're not going to experiment on the rich and the wealthy because they're the ones owning these companies to experiment on things in the first place. That's the it's thing. It's either that or the experiment on homeless people, poor people. I was going to say, is that French? when it gets? <laughs> is that when it gets a bit? It goes a bit crazy then, because yeah. you start off with prisoners, fantastic. When you run out of prisoners, then what do you go for? The French. Yeah, it could be the French, <laughs> but then you'll, you'll, you know, that's when your classes come into it. So you'll start off with the bottom class, and when you run out of them, you go to a new class. Do you yeah, see what I mean? And so that's the thing. eventually, all you're going to have is the rich and powerful. And then you're going to have a bunch of people who are just test subjects and nothing else. Uh, and, and that's that what you've takes got to think away of. a lot of stuff. Do you want to replace normal people in that regard with the testing of things or that rather than mice? It's the lesser of many evils. People, people have a knee-jerk reaction. They go, oh, you can't test that on mice. It's, like it's, a, it's a vaccination to cure a disease that's riddled the population. Do you want to kill more people with a with a, an experimental treatment than you would kill a couple of thousand mice, perfect the recipe or the, the, the solution, and then it goes out to the human population. What, what difference does the lives of 3,000 mice bred in captivity for testing purposes make on ultimately something that could cure the world of a disease? I agree. But, but, but you say that that's for, that's for um, saving lives and, you know, so this is more the of a medicinal thing, yeah. Of the human race. But what about um, testing cosmetics on animals? I mean, this is just for people's... Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Is this put, <laughs> like, like putting makeup well, on cows and y- stuff? Yeah, yeah, is this just for, um, you know, people's... Testing cigarettes on monkeys. This is people's vanity and that sort of thing. It's not, you know... Yeah, I think... We, we don't need makeup. All right, ugly women do. <laughs> but generally, it's not something that we really, really need. I don't think they should test cosmetics on animals. Unless some, I, again, I don't know the specifics, but is there any reason why we can't test makeup on willing uh, participants? I think it's like new makeups could burn skin and stuff like that. So depends on the, if it's, if it's not dermatological tested yet, then it, it has to, it can't be tested on humans until it's past dermatologically yeah. tested. Prisoners, there yeah. we go. Check yeah. makeup on Because it could, could burn the skin, you could have reactions and all sorts of makeup. So it's, it's, it's about the reaction side of it. So it's animals. That just makes me yeah. feel sorry for women and the amount of product they use on their face. I don't agree with makeup. They have to test it first before it melts your face, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's mad. Um, I was going to say as well, where's the level of intelligence for an animal where it goes from testing to not testing? 
like a dog, for instance, would, could, is it, would it be acceptable to test on a dog? You said dolphin earlier. Why is it not acceptable for t- to test on a dolphin but on for a mouse? They may, like a dolphin may be smarter, but you put it on land, it's not going to last any longer, is it? Well, if you put a mouse in the water, it's not going exactly, to last very exactly, long either. Exactly. So, so where's that level of animal testing? Where, where's the animal limit, if you see what I mean? It's convenience, I guess. Would you, could, would you test on a gorilla? Because gorillas are, the, are very intelligent creatures and they'll probably kill you before they get tested. Well, but the idea is, would you? I would personally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on what what the company... It's it's all about profit margin at the end of the day. So if it's cheaper to mass produce mice to experiment on, then they're just going to go with the cheapest option. Oh, yeah. And I, I agree with that, but take the money side of it out for a moment and just think of the morality side of it. I don't have a lot of morality. Because <laughs> 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 I'm thinking Planet of the Apes here. Because obviously they tested on apes and then they got it wrong and the apes got very, very smart and took over. So where's the la- limit? Like if if mice became very, very smart, not really going to take over. They, we can just stand on them and they're going to die. So where's the limit of testing on a, an animal? I think it depends on what they're testing. If it's vaccinations and stuff, there's always adverse effects. You know, the mice could become super aggressive all of a sudden, depending on what they're testing. They could grow another tail or wherever it may be but they're just cheap that's that's all it is for me i I can't take the monetary side out of it like to farm all the dolphins in the ocean to put makeup on them would cost a small fortune because they're not necessarily that accessible but if you can breed dogs to test them i I was gonna say surely you wouldn't need to farm all the dolphins you don't even need to well it depends because sometimes when they test several. stuff, there's there's different stages to the development. So you've got the sort of like software build. You've got the alpha build, which may not quite work. So dolphin one might die. Then you go, okay, that killed dolphin one. Let's try dolphin two. And then you go through like 50 dolphins until you found the cure. I just think, I think we place too much value on the lives of my, and it sounds horrible to say, but we've evolved to the point where we are far superior to mice. And if the death of a couple of thousand mice will save millions of human lives, then it, it becomes a numbers game. Then if you attach, if you keep attaching emotion to it, where they show a picture of a mouse in a cage and he's like, "I'm going to die tomorrow," sponsor a mouse for three quid. It's just like why? It, it's it's going to die for a good cause. And to be and when this makes me sound mental every time, but when aliens land on Earth and we're this, we're the inferior race. They're going to test on us. You know, there's already stories of probes going up places to see what humans are about. <laughs> when that day comes where we're no longer the most superior race on the planet, we're the ones going to be in cages being experimented on. Like in the Matrix, we're just there for batteries. War of the Worlds, we're just means to an end for whatever it is. And the cycle will continue. We're just kings of the castle at the moment. And we have the the options and the facilities to test on things which are lesser than us. And that's just that's just the way it works. Is it okay for cosmetics? I don't particularly think that they should test cosmetics on on animals, but cosmetics shouldn't exist. If the cosmetic place. industry is large enough where, you know, people want to test on animals, then there's not a lot we can do about it to be honest. It's just gonna happen whether we like it or not. I I agree with you. I just I, I 
Mice, yes, it's the level of animal is the issue. I mean, you're saying monetary, fair enough, but sometimes mice aren't, aren't, aren't always the, a good option to use. It depends on what you're doing it on. So if mice doesn't work for this instance and you do need dogs, is it acceptable to use dogs? I mean, take again, take the money side out of it. These pharmaceutical com- companies and cosmetic companies are so big, that's not going to really bother them that much money. It's not gonna. It's not even gonna touch them. They, well, no, if they want a they gorilla, spend they can a, get a gorilla. I was gonna say they say they spend a, a million pound on on animals to test on. They're making billions back, so that million is not gonna touch them at all. So the money side of it, it's the level of animal that I I I have an issue with. I don't know where the level of animal is because when I think of a dog, I think of you know a house pet, someone that you 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 love and you get used to. Same as cats, same as fish to an extent. But do you know what I mean? Where's that level that you could cut off at? Is it just mice and rats? Or could you do it to hamsters? Could you I suppose do it to- you can flip the argument then. So if you say, if you know people agree that animal testing is wrong, would you stop, would you, do people stop consuming the products that animals are tested with just because they disagree with animal testing? Like makeup, for example. How many women don't use makeup because they think it's cruel to test it on animals? I know one, or I know a couple of women who have, who have stopped using um, um, animal tested makeup, great. but the general consensus is no one gives a crap. Are they all, are they all single women, are they? Uh, <laughs> no, but they're naturally pretty, which is quite ironic. <laughs> Carl. He's gone. It's a cracking argument. <laughs> but they're, they're naturally pretty, so they don't really need the makeup, which is then kind of spotting by makeup if you don't need it. But I don't think any woman needs makeup. Even the ugly ones, I don't think need makeup. I, I think makeup is an awful, awful industry, and I think it's 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 again. I I I've, uh, well, go it's on. vanity. There's no other purpose yeah. for it other than other uh, than vanity. And I want to know who actually created the first oh, bit it, of makeup. Obviously, a bloke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His wife must have been a bit ugly, so put this on so that when well, I sleep with you, it's fine. Since God, going back to Henry VIII. And I reckon it's because back in those days, they married for status, not for personal choice. So someone married a lord whose daughter was an absolute munter. Yeah. And they just went, right, we're just going to invent makeup. We've got to do something here because she looks like a frog. And then they, they invented makeup and then people have seen what it could, the effect it can have. And, you know, all joking aside, people, some people are naturally more attractive than others. And makeup is a way to enhance that. I've seen befores and afters of what people look like without makeup and with makeup and it's it's night and day. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. went to bed with the after picture and then woke up to see the before picture, you'd be like, what? That's just fucking wizardry. That's trickery <laughs> of the mind. I always I always think this if, when I was on my stint of one night stands a few millennia ago. Um slut. Yeah. Um I never I always very careful on who I chose because one, makeup can make you look a lot older than you actually are, which is very worrying. And two, I don't want to wake up to a new person. I want to go to sleep with the person that I, I pulled that night before, not some random person because they have no makeup on it. It's, I just don't understand the attraction behind it at all. Why would you want to go, you know, you're, you're talking to one person in a nightclub and you wake up to a completely different person. Where's the attraction in that? And makeup's an interesting one. I don't know how much, how extensive the testing is on animal, what the statistics are for how many... X number of animals die every year because of testing of makeup and, and so on and so forth. But 
I just, I just thought, is this kind of going back to last week? You know, we said about the cosmetic surgery and that sometimes it helps with the mental state. Does makeup sometimes help with the mental state? So is the cosmetic side of it actually helping? Absolutely. I think it does, yeah. I think, that's I think so. women are un- unnecessarily pressured to wear these yeah. products. Yeah. A lot they, of them uh, wouldn't go out unless they put their face on. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing as well. Media is terrible for it. How often do you see on TV, buy this makeup, get this makeup, and they always get models and pretty people to do it. Well, you don't need to look like that. You don't need to image, be like that. You know, you've... You've got to wear this on a night out. You've got to have this. You've got to wear heels to distort the shape of your foot. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some people who won't even go to the shop unless they put like makeup on or, or something on. You know, just you know, just jump in the shower. You should definitely shower before you go outside. You don't want to smell like you've just woken up. But yeah. why do you need anything? You go into the shop to get milk and bread. You don't need to put anything on your face. Just put clothes on. Go to the shop. Nobody's judging you for that split moment getting milk and bread. Because who the hell looks a million dollars when you wake up on a Sunday morning and go, oh shit, I need bread and milk for breakfast. And you quickly nip to the shop. When you go there at 10 o'clock, everyone looks like a zombie. Everyone looks like they've just woken up because you're going to Tesco. You don't need to look a million dollars. All right, if you're going to a function or something that you want to look your best. But I just think people wear these things excessively. Makeup for men is becoming a bigger and bigger thing all the time. I know you wouldn't. You think it's a ridiculous idea, but would you ever? Because you said about look, making yourself look the best if you go into a function. Well, if that's makeup, would you? No. <laughs> I'm. Uh, this is a very interesting topic for me because I, I try to be as objective as possible. But what? It's difficult to match up ginger anyway, Carl, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> what makeup am I going to wear? If I put anything white on my face, I just look even more ginger. <laughs> even if I darken my skin, I look ginger. Ginger is... I'm just done. Um, but I don't I don't necessarily agree with makeup in general, to be honest. I think it makes... It, it, give, it, it makes things look like they're not natural. Like pe- men wear makeup in movies to make them look more of a certain way and then other men feel inferior then because, oh God, that guy looks good in all the movies. Yeah, he's covered in makeup. All these women men wake up to make themselves look good. I know you can argue that there's an art to makeup sometimes. You know, people show off their skills to, sh- you know, it's like a, a different type of art form. But fundamentally, when you're with someone for a prolonged period of time, th- those nights out and so on and so forth, they... You know, they're few and far between. You're seeing that person as they would naturally look throughout the day. So it's just to fudge the first interactions to make yourself appear more attractive. And then as soon as you're in a relationship, oh, I'm not wearing makeup again. And that person looks like a completely different person. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with the the way that society has revolved around these beauty products and these other things. They've just they're part of all the reason why there's so many mental health problems. But if that's the way, then you've got to accept the way the world is. And if that's the way that people want to go, they've got to experiment on on something. Yeah. But maybe it's growing up in Potaba, but I just, blokes shouldn't wear makeup. (laughs) I, I, I agree with you only because I don't think anyone should wear makeup. 
I mean, I'm uh, much a believer of if you want to do whatever you want to do, do it. Because it's, it's your right. It's your choice to wear makeup or not. I just don't think that makeup should have ever existed in the first place. I do th- I do like it as a slight enhancement to accentuate certain features and stuff. But I would say, this is, this is just my opinion, probably 99% of women that wear makeup, far too much. Yeah. They've layered it on. There's no need for the amount they got on there. And it just, to me... Some men might think it's fantastic. To me, it just looks fucking awful because it's got so much on. Is the only reason that men think it's fantastic is because it's been drilled into their head to believe that it's fantastic? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can look at a car and think, oh, it's a really nice car, but it has been drilled into my head to think, you've got to look at that car because it's really stylish. I can look at a Lamborghini and think, that's fucking awful. You you can I agree but you I can't you can't I don't think you can compare a Lamborghini to a, a person they're different completely different yeah but we're on about looking at something yeah, and but I, I, appreciating I, it I don't know how to word this at all I was wrong that would be the best way to <laughs> but I think no I wasn't wrong <laughs> I honestly think it's to you it's to enhance the first couple of interactions so but, you can go out on a night out let's say you're a single person or a single woman you can go out on a night out not wearing makeup. And you might not be as successful as you would if you did put makeup on. So then you go, well, I did better with makeup on. I'm going to wear makeup on more. This is going back to a long time ago when I said about first dates. You want to know the person. You want to know everything about them and you want to see them for who they really are on a first date. Makeup is going to cover that up. They can put a lot of makeup on and then when they take it off, they look completely different. And so you argue, should, if you just want a, a one-night stand... Makeup's great because they look great <laughs> at the time. You take them home, they look great. You have your fun, they look great. You wake up in the morning, you don't care what they look like in the morning because it's just a one-night stand. So makeup is great for that purpose, but... I, yeah, I, I don't agree with makeup at all, I'm sorry. I, I agree with makeup as far as like um, changing your, your appearance to look like, uh, you know, like a zombie or something and, and doing it as an at- artistic view. But for an average day and nights and stuff like that, not, I just don't like what's necessary. To, I don't like how man almost mandatory it's become in society. I think things like that have caused so many problems. If people want to wear makeup to feel good about themselves, carry on. You know, do whatever you want. There's a lot of pressure on women as well, and it's it's not fair for women to have that much pressure on them to to, to, to put wear makeup. It's kind of like women. Uh, I can't speak obviously because I'm not a woman, but I'd imagine that women against women as well. So you've got one woman who looks natural and uh, another woman who's wearing makeup or a group of women wearing makeup. They, that group is going to bully the other woman because they're not wearing makeup. Why? Why are you putting pressure on someone else? You should be unified. We should be unified as a people. Stop putting pressure on everyone. Start actually acting as, as friends to everyone. And, and makeup isn't going to help that. Cosmetics in general is not going to help that. I can understand simple things like moisturizer and stuff because it's, it's good for your skin. Fair enough. But putting all that makeup on day after day surely is going to make your skin look bad after a while. I think it does over time. It's covering up who you truly are because at the end of the day, it's it's basically wearing a mask. You're not really showing who you really are. It's it's it's, it's awful. I really hate makeup. I'd have to look at the statistics as well to see how many animals devil. get experimented on every year just for the makeup industry. It's probably this, quite high. There is uh, labels on... Um, uh, on cosmetics now that says it's animal, not animal tested. So they got like a little rabbit and something saying it's not animal tested. So what do they test it on then, you know? Rabbits. That's no, an I animal don't though. No, that's what, oh, oh, sorry. What they, they, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know to be fair. I think they probably test it on maybe 
dead tissue or like t- tissues. They take tissues and use that under a microscope type thing, and then they'll use human trials, or they'll just go straight to human trials. I'd have to research that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Because I think they just slap a label on it, like they say organic. Something's organic, but it's not. They just put an organic label on it, and people believe it. Yeah. So they'll say, "Oh, not tested on animals." Well, they have to now, unless right. there's laws. There, there, there's laws. You can't just stick organic on it and it not be organic. It's like the RSPCA at the moment have got into a lot of the f- the food industry and like beef and chicken and all that. Will have an RSPCA sticker on it saying that this animal was treated humanely before dying, which I I agree with. I'm sorry, but I think I, I think I, as much as I, I agree that he, uh, chickens and cows and stuff are bred so that they, 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 they're killed and eaten, while they are on this earth, they should at least be tra- treated with some humane status. And when they're killed, they shouldn't be running around headless for about five minutes or two days as they did in America and before they're dead. It's not, it's not well, I just want to, I'd want them to be killed in the most efficient way possible so they taste the best. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> You're all hard. Yeah. Is that that's veal? It is veal in a baby cow, calf. I think so. Yeah, yeah veal yeah. Is, is, is it's when it's confined, isn't it? They they yes, confined, and then they're hung upside down and slit their throat, and all the blood drains out, and it's supposed to be the nicest way to to cut meat. That's, well, that's, they, that's halal, isn't it? A halal does that, throat, yeah. yeah. Which is disgusting because that that poor animal is feeling pain the entire time. If I was going to die, I would not want to feel pain while doing it. It's not humane. If, if there's an injection you can give them or something that numbs that pain, fair enough. But they have to be, they, they can't feel the pain. It's very unfair. I think it's too expensive. Like, oh, fuck expense, I'm sorry, but that you do not hurt another living thing and, and expect to suffer. I want my beef at reasonable prices. I'm not paying <laughs> the fucking injections. Bolt in the head. Wrap that's it up fine. <laughs> no, that's fine because they don't feel any pain. As soon as it goes through their skull and their, their brain, they're dead. It's that. That's fine. It's when they're not. It's when they've had to suffer before they, they get killed. And there is a lot of people who do that still, who make the halal is a perfect example of that. It's disgusting. Halal was supposed to be more. It's clean. Because the, re- the reason they don't eat pork is because it's um, classed as an unclean beast. Well, pigs are disgusting, but yeah, they're, they're delicious. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, as long as it's done in a humane way, I don't think see the issue. I think as long... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd I like to know what inhumane ways... Well, the slitting of the throat would be the first one. Anything that causes pain. In British butchers... When, have you seen the skit where Gordon Ramsay raises two pigs and he takes them to the slaughterhouse to have them reared? So what they do first is... For larger animals like cows, they can't—they physically can't lift them up to slit their throat. So they put a bolt through the back of their skull and that kills them. That's how they put down horses as well. But for smaller animals like pigs, the apparently the cleanest way to kill them without impacting the carcass is they have a cattle prod. So they put a cattle prod in the back. It shocks them, basically renders them unconscious, and then they cut their throat. So what that does is... The animal doesn't feel any pain because it's essentially knocked out and then they cut the throat. So that's the cleanest way to kill the animal and drain the blood of the animal before they start, you know, singeing the hairs off that's, and all that that's stuff. That's fine. As long as it doesn't hurt the animal anyway, I'm okay with it. It's just when it hurts the animal. If it hurts the animal, that's the issue. Right, okay. We're going to sum up and call it to an end then. So animal testing, um, 
should should there be any animal testing at all, or should we be just testing on humans, the horrible humans? Better both. It's probably horrible animals as well. <laughs> yeah, there probably is like aptitude and yeah, yeah. spiders. What's wrong with stop picking on spiders? They're fucking horrible. They pick on me. They pick they on me. Don't. They terrify my life. They terrorize me. They sit in leave, the corner. You leave them alone, and they leave you alone. I don't want to be left. I don't want them in the house. Yeah. Or anywhere in the area. It's scary. I'm scared. I'd rather have someone come in my house and try to rob me than have a spider yes. in the corner. I can deal with that. Can't deal with spiders. If an alligator came in the house, I would just probably sit on a table or whatever and giggle at it because it's not likely to get up that high. Yeah. They can jump out of the water because they've got something to propel against, but just generally off the floor, they're not known for jumping. <laughs> I wouldn't bat an eyelid to go in towards an alligator to get it out of my kitchen. If there was a tarantula in my kitchen, I'd burn my house. <laughs> I'd just set it on yeah. fire and go, right, I'll live in a tent. Can't be so dealing with spiders. Does it does just doesn't make sense? I, an alligator is like six seven foot long, with big teeth. With, 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 but you huge. know you know what you're getting with an alligator. A spider, it's yeah, but a spider is so small you can just go, and it's dead. Yeah, but if it bites you, you're dead. No, there's like one spider in Britain that will kill you, which is the false widow, and that doesn't even really kill you. It paralyzes you, and if as long as you get it out soon enough, you're fine. But you always know where the alligator is. It can't run into the sofa. Yeah. Oh my god, you pansies. It's not hiding in the corner, yeah. it just sort of slowly descends down. Crawling up your leg. I'm meant to be the snowflake here. What are you two doing? Wrestling with alligators, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Spiders, man, they're, they're evil. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a spider. They're fine. If they want to be out, there's loads of spiders in my shed, which is great. If they want to stick to my shed, I just won't go in the shed. That's great. I'll throw my tools in and I'll be in and out. Just not in my house. I'd rather have an alligator to deal with than the spiders. Yeah, me too. I'm with Carl on this one. See, it's the same result every week, Carl. Me and you are the sensible ones. And this one hasn't got a clue. <laughs> He's unhinged, man. He loves spiders. There's something wrong with him. There's definitely something wrong with bloody snowflake. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of that. Thank you both. See you next week. Thank you. Shut up. Good up. <sighs>